back to Podcast Interference. We have returned after a week of absence. Uh, we apologised profusely, but we were both feeling utterly horrendous last week. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, th- I was close to dying, I think, at one point. Um, <laughs> and, and I think you felt the same. Um, so we couldn't we couldn't plough on. I think if one of us had been well, then obviously we'd have been able to to cover off the, the big news, but unfortunately we were both down and out, so we, we've had to take the week off. But we are back, we're, we're fully rejuvenated uh, and recovered, and we'll plough on with reviewing what happened uh, this week just gone, and also what's about to happen in the week to come. Um, so yeah, it's been, a, it's been a crazy one. I think that, uh, that Monday night game saved a lot of people's fantasy weeks, didn't it? Yeah, it seemed to it seemed to save everyone's but mine. Um, oh. <laughs> I had Jackson and, and still lost by by eight points. So, <laughs> but yeah, cruel. most most people it did uh, it did win in the week, and it was I mean it was a fantastic performance. It's it's the best I've ever seen him play in terms of actually passing the ball. It was yeah, it was phenomenal effort. Yeah, it was crazy. In one of my leagues, I had both uh, Hollywood Brown and Mark Andrews, and I mean they both performed brilliantly well and. and <laughs> What should have been a loss was was transformed into a win in a couple of leagues that I was in just be, by virtue of having uh, Ravens players. I think the only Ravens player that I, I was disappointed with was Justin Tucker, but uh, I mean everyone else. It's rare that he underperforms. It is, it, it is isn't it? Um, but yeah, there were some some big big scores this week, so we'll go through the top ten and just kind of review how well people did and the the highest scoring player, at least in our league, uh, in our well. I guess in our points format is uh, Justin Herbert with forty-five points. What a game! <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was it was a it was a hell of a game. Um, I mean, the, the Browns you've got to feel bad for because they they did obviously play very well, but Herbert was just on a on another level. You know, nearly four hundred yards, four touchdowns through the air, ran one in as well. Um, yeah, it was a fantastic, fantastic game. I saw an interesting stat the other day that. The scoreline of 47-42s only happened twice in NFL history, and both times the Browns have been on the on the uh, losing team, which is uh, quite interesting. <laughs> heartbreaking, heartbreaking. Um, but yeah, mammoth performance from Herbert. Um, there was a couple of other good performances in that game as well. You know, Mike Williams has sort of come out of nowhere these last few weeks. He had two touchdowns and 160 yards. That was absolutely crazy. Uh, and Austin Eckler's been amazing as late as well. He had three touchdowns, so... Everyone on the charges was just performing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they were fantastic. Uh, I think Mike Williams is another Mike Williams and uh, yeah, Mike Williams. Sorry, is is the other charger on the on the top ten list? I thought we had a. I saw Allen down there, but obviously it's Josh Allen, the Allen of the Josh variety, <laughs> um, not the Keenan, unfortunately. But um, yeah, they they played really really well. I think a lot of Herbert owners will be very happy because after his performances last year, he was quite high on a lot of people's fantasy radars and he's yep. played well but he's not kind of had an absolute corker like he had this week so I think for a lot of people who took a chance and drafted him quite highly I think they'll be very happy feeling very happy with that performance and then we move on to uh, an equally fantastic performance I think the only reason that, that this fella isn't slightly higher is because he didn't get a rushing touchdown which is surprising is, is Lamar Jackson at number two with 43 points Uh yeah, I think comparing the the stats between the two of them, four four passing touchdowns, it was just the the old rushing touchdown that Jackson didn't get. But if you were a betting man and somebody said to you before that game, you know, the Justin Herbert and uh, Lamar Jackson are going to be top fantasy assets this week, and one of them is going to get a rushing touchdown, everyone would be putting the money on Jackson. So it's quite surprised that it wasn't him to uh, actually get one this time. Yeah, I mean, it was, and to be honest, that's I'm kind of glad we we saw. I mean, forty three points for Jackson without getting in the end zone as a rushes like just shows how good a passing performance it was. I mean, it was what thirty seven or forty three, so it was what eighty six percent completion, um, which is obviously it's always been his biggest question mark is can he can he deliver when they go down um, and you know a, a nineteen point comeback um, completing eighty six percent of your passes is. Is fantastic news for Jackson and and Ravens fans in general. It was an absolutely sublime performance. Ballsy as well with the two point conversion. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> very. Yeah, they were. They, I don't want to say they were lucky to win because obviously they were really hard for that win. But yeah, they they could quite easily have fallen flat on its face if uh, if a few of those had gone awry. But 
no, they made it. Um, and and as a result of that phenomenal performance from Jackson, we've got number three, and and that particular podium position belongs to Mark Andrews this week, who played phenomenally well. Yeah. Uh, Eleven receptions on thirteen targets, oh. one hundred and forty-seven yards, and two touchdowns. I mean, for a tight end, that I mean, they're they're top wide receiver figures. Yeah, he was he was absolutely insane. I watched the watched the highlights. I didn't actually stay up for this one, but um, yeah, he was he was crazy good. He was catching everything yards after the catch. Like the chemistry between him and Jackson was on on full display. And I think Andrew's owners obviously were were sort of waiting on a performance like this. He's been steady, um, but he's not been quite what you're used to. And this this makes up for almost the entire entire season with forty two points in one week. Well, it did for me in in our yeah. regular league because it, it meant I got a win. And yeah, I was going to sleep. I had th- I've got three Raven on my team, as as I said before. I had him, uh, Hollywood Brown, and and Justin Tucker. And I mean, two of those guys played brilliantly. Uh, and, and the two that I would want to play brilliantly if I'm in a come come from behind kind of position are the two that did. So yeah. I was very happy with that. Tom Brady. We have Mister Mister Brady returns to the top ten. This week he's he's in at number four with forty points, uh, one rushing attempt for thirteen yards. So the old boy can all, the old boy can move. That's mental. Um, <laughs> uh, Thirty completions with forty-one attempts, four hundred and eleven passing yards, with five passing touchdowns. It was quite a standout, aggressive performance from the old Tampa Bay offense this week. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, they just they just dom- dominated the Dolphins on every on every side of the ball obviously by the end obviously they even chucked chucked the sort of second uh, second stringers in there Blaine Gabba even got a few reps so that, that tells you how big a blowout it was yeah but e- easy game for Brady he, he didn't really have to strain too much um, against the Dolphins defence he just he absolutely ruined them um, he, he just keeps on going obviously Father Time does not seem to be winning against Brady he just you know he's got to be the first or second in the MVP race, even at forty-four years old, which is just—it's just crazy. They just keep on going. Yeah, no sign of stopping either. Um, no. The next name is another one that is quite nice to see because, uh, well, a lot of people pick this fella highly uh, as well, and that's Devonte Adams with forty points uh, due to a delightfully high. 16 targets, 11 receptions, oh. 206 <laughs> yards. <laughs> And a touchdown. I mean, what a performance. 200 yards. It's crazy. You don't see that very often. No, not yet. You don't see that from a, a receiver very often, even even one as good as Adams. So, yeah, phenomenal performance. You know, nearly 19 yards a catch, which is absolutely crazy. Some of the some of the catches and the throws, obviously, from Aaron Rodgers, they were making to each other were crazy. And it was a crazy game. I, I watched the overtime myself and the... The five straight missed kicks where no one could win. Oh, it was crazy, yeah. but that was, <laughs> but, oh, it was um, that game. Yeah, yeah, I remember. But that. yeah, Adams. I think in the end, the, the Packers probably deserved to win. I think the Bengals blew, blew too many chances. Um, but yeah, Adams was was absolutely phenomenal. And then we we mentioned him previously, uh, Mike Williams, who's just kind of come out of nowhere as a as an absolute steal, uh, especially for the ADP that he was going for. Yeah, yeah, he was obviously he was drafted, you know, way way below say say, say Keenan Allen. Um, as an Allen owner, this frustrates me greatly. Um, uh, yeah, I'm not surprised. But I'm sure Allen will bounce back. But you know, Williams, he is that. He's always been that deep threat, isn't he? You know, eight catches, 160 yards, 20 yards a catch. He's like a couple of them. He was just he was just wide open. Um, you know, it was it was it was easy easy money for Herbert. And yeah, Williams was fantastic, and he has been all season. He has indeed, uh, and then unfortunately not Keenan Allen this week, but uh, <laughs> but Josh Allen with thirty eight points, which is a, a fantastic number. Uh, he had fifty nine yards on the ground with eleven attempts and a touchdown with that to boot, uh, and then twenty six attempts, fifteen completions, three hundred and fifteen yards in the air and three touchdowns there. So against the Kansas City Chiefs, yes, to. Uh, Two kind of titans, really, in the in the offensive game. Uh, well, the Chiefs have been beaten again this season. Again. It's not looking too good for them so far, which is not what I expected this season. No, I, I think a lot of watching a few people's analysis, a lot of people are sort of um, more focusing on the Chiefs' downfall. But you know, Allen was fantastic. I don't want to take anything away from him. I, I know the Chiefs' defense is 
is almost historically bad at this point if it keeps on this pace. But yeah, Alan was fantastic. You know, no turnovers, which is what you want from him. Um, you know, 315 yards of only 15 completions. I mean, so it's <laughs> it's absolutely crazy numbers. And I think for Alan, it was just nice to obviously finally finally get that win over Mahomes. Um, a lot of people would have assumed this would be obviously the AFC Championship game. So to already have that win um, under his belt in the season, I think that's fantastic for the Bills um, uh, and fantastic for my prediction that he'll hopefully finish as the QB1. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think after that performance, you're probably <laughs> right. He's he's yeah, he definitely outplayed Mahomes. I, th- I don't know what's going on with him, um, but he'll bounce back. I'm sure he will. He's he, he's just too much of a no talent doubt. to not. Um, next up, we have uh, as as again another guy that I mentioned previously, Mister Hollywood Brown, who uh, received the ball nine times on ten targets for 125 yards. And two touchdowns. So quite a good day at the office for for him, especially after, if we think about two weeks ago, he had those horrible, horrible drops that would have (laughs) really... I I was reading somewhere... A lot of people were annoyed. Oh, they were. (laughs) I think it would have put him in the, like, wide receiver six, five or six spot, I think, if he'd caught those, at least one of those catches I was reading somewhere, which is just mental, but... I think after that week, he's well. He had a he had a good week last week, and he's had another good week this week. So mm-hmm. he's obviously put that behind him, and that's kind of what you want to see. You don't want to see somebody crumble and then kind of remain in pieces. Uh, he's obviously put himself back together, probably through a lot of kind of encouragement from the team. Um, yeah. But it's nice to see that he's bounced back, and he's he's proven himself to be one of the mm-hmm. the best uh, best wideouts in in the league. Yeah, no, you completely agree. And, you know, like like Mike Williams, this is another one where, you know, Hollywood Brown, Brown's ADP was, you know, crazy low. Um, and I think mainly just because obviously a lot of people didn't trust Jackson as a passer. He only throws for about 3,000 yards a season. But, you know, if, if Jackson keeps going at this rate, averaging 300 yards a game, you know, Brown's going to be a, a league winner for a lot of people, given most people are getting him in sort of the, what the ninth, tenth round, stuff like that. So yeah, if he stops, if he if the drops have stopped, he's he's going to be probably a top twelve wide receiver most of the rest of the season. I would have thought. Well, currently he is number five in standard scoring, and he's number six in PPR. His only week that he received less than nineteen points was three when he had those horrible drops against the Lions. So. 19 points, 25 points, 8 points, 20 points, 35 points. Oh. For a guy whose ADP was down, like you say, in the kind of ninth, 10th round, he is he is, he is a league winner. I think it's he, he and Mike Williams are the two biggest surprises. Uh, and yeah, I guess Antonio Brown, who uh, who is a bit of a boom or bust option, but he's been far exceeding his, uh, his ADP too, so... Yeah, it's all about it's all about landing on those those the kind of late rounds. round gems, and and it looks like Brown Brown is one of them. Um, we're coming close to the end of our top ten now. I think this is the ninth player, and that was yeah, this is a good one to see. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, who who managed to get thirty four points. Uh, he had fifteen attempts for fifty three yards on the ground with a touchdown, and he received three times on four targets. Oh, jeez, I didn't realize no. he did. I forgot he'd had that crazy, crazy <laughs> stat, stat line. yard run. Touchdown yeah, one hundred and sixteen yeah. yards and a touchdown. <laughs> so, yeah, I think he uh, he must have made quite a lot of his owners happy because he's yeah he's he's struggled a little bit this season. Well, yeah, the last two it's, weeks it's have about been good, time. but uh, yeah. Yeah, he's been he's been he's, he was good he was good on them um, on Monday night. Um, managed to get into some space. I mean, it's it's a bit of a weird one because the, the the rushing numbers themselves aren't great. Obviously, you know, take the long seventy six yard catch out, and it's it's sort of a pedestrian week. He's still he's still only averaged under four yards a carry. But hopefully, if if the Colts' offense can get a little bit of momentum and Wentz can can continue to stay healthy, hopefully Taylor starts to to reward his owners because he, he did have a, a few quiet weeks to start the season. Yeah, he, he did. I mean he's he was still uh, worth an early pick, you know, he's he's a top oh, yeah. he's a top ten back uh, at the minute, but you know, barely. Um so yeah, hopefully this is a sign of, of good things to come. And then rounding out the top ten scorers this week is Antonio Brown with thirty three oh. points. Uh so he had Seven receptions on eight targets for 124 yards and two touchdowns. 
So, yeah, very boom or bust. I mean, if we look back at his kind of <laughs> starts over the season, he started off strongly and made me feel like I was a genius because I told everyone to pick him up. Uh, he got 25 points on his first week. And then luckily, everyone forgot that I told everyone to pick him up um, because he only got <laughs> 2.7 points the week after and nothing the week after that. But then people started remembering my brilliant advice on week four when he got a nice 13 points. And yeah, I'm here to remind everybody I told you to pick him up because he got 33 points this week. So um, yeah, he's kind of proven me right and proven me wrong. But currently, he's standing at the 18th wide receiver in standard and 25th in PPR. So for a guy, again, who was going around the eighth round... I think he he was a bit of a deal. Yeah, yeah, big big value for for Brown. Um, the the so there was a few of the catches where he he doesn't appear to have lost a lost a step in terms of his speed. There was one where he just absolutely bolts to the end zone, easy throw from Brady. But yeah, the 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 Buccaneers' offense is always going to be one where it's Brown one week, you know, Godwin the next, uh, and then Evans the week after. Yeah, it's a but rotation. I think, like, he's, yeah, it is. Like only really only two of them ever do well. Obviously this week it was Brown and Evans also had two touchdowns. Um but given like we said that Brown's ADP was was so crazy low, um if if he goes for 30 points this week, zero and then 30 again, you'll you'll probably take that for the rest of the season. Yeah, definitely. Um... <laughs> So we've had our top 10. Um, I mean, the guys missing out on the top 10, I'll just go through them real quick. We, we just miss out on Derek Henry, who, yet again, uh, fantastic, fantastic game. He is kind of the undisputed number one uh, running back this year now, and he's cemented himself there, which I think a lot of that is due to uh, due to previous weeks he's kind of been involved in the passing game. He wasn't this week. He was all on the ground, but uh, against Jacksonville, I mean, there's no point catching it, is there? No, <laughs> no, he just bulldoze him. Thirty carries, three touchdowns for Henry again. He is on pace for two thousand yards yet again. It's yeah, it's absolutely insane. <laughs> yeah, he's he's one that I can't fathom, especially from from a dynasty perspective, because I fully thought that he'd start to kind of slow Decline. down this year, but he's he's yeah. he's not. And I think the fact that uh, the Titans are involving him in the passing game as well is going to just kind of extend his shelf life because. He's not gonna. Mm-hmm. He's not gonna have to be as as involved physically, but they're not scared about putting him in that position. And I mean, he he's coping no. with it really well. So, absolute beast of a player. Miles um, Gaskin as well. He was he was high scoring this oh, yeah. week. I think a lot of people were frustrated because they had him on the old bench, but he <laughs> he did well. I think he's he's kind of made up for his kind of uh, lackluster, I would say, performances over the past few weeks. Uh, but thirty, just shy of thirty-two points there for Gaskin, which is which is really good. Helped a lot by the two touchdowns, uh, sure. But again, this is another running back that's heavily involved in the uh, in the passing game. You know, he got ten targets and ten, ten receptions. So yeah, that that's great from a fantasy perspective to have. Well, to have more targets than he had rushing attempts as well, crazy. And Austin Eckler played well as well for the for the. Uh, charges. Uh, he was again, as you'd expect, he was kind of involved just as much in the kind of running game as he was in the passing game too. So it's nice to see that that Herbert's getting that kind of chemistry with him, especially because I was a little worried yeah. towards the start of the season. <laughs> that first game where he had no no no, no targets was no targets. <laughs> yeah, a little bit scary. Uh, but yeah, is there anyone else that kind of stood out to you this week? Yeah, hey, I think yeah, there's a couple of names that stood out. I, I think. One that I think we've spoke about a lot is is uh, obviously Zeke. Zeke's been absolutely on fire recently. Um, he got another twenty one carries, hundred and ten yards, uh, one touchdown again. He's been he's been on fire, so I'm I'm happy for Zeke. Yeah, uh, and I think um, obviously it'll, he's he's really starting to reward those people who were sticking with him. So yeah, Zeke's one. Um, James Robinson as well as a James Robinson owner. I'm I'm happy he started to come um to come good. He he had 150 yards rushing in a touchdown again. So th- those two have have stood out for me because I've I've stuck with him in three or four of my leagues and I'm I'm glad I did. Yeah, they're all good choices. I guess for me the kind of the special uh, special mentions. First off, Robert Woods, Mr. Bobby Trees had a great <laughs> great great week at long last good for you 28 <laughs> points uh, i knew that trade would come good at, at some point uh the only <laughs> the thing he was after. well yeah <laughs> true it didn't take too long did it uh but yeah he uh 
uh, well, there was there's been a lot of memes about poor old uh, Robert Woods just kind of being left left at the bottom of the sea, um, <laughs> but he's. Uh, <laughs> He's, he's quite clearly uh, decided that he's going to swim back up to the surface. I think the only thing he was missing really was a touchdown this mm. week because 150 yards, cracking 12. numbers, yeah. and uh, 12 catches, yeah. And Kyle Pitts, I think we should I was mention, just Kyle, mention Pitts. Kyle Pitts. He got yeah. his touchdown. He had a fantastic game as well, 119 yards and nine catches. So I'm, I'm happy for, for Pitts owners. At last, he's kind of <laughs> had a decent game because... Let's just have a look at his his kind of league record up until now. Oof, only pretty poor. Pretty poor. <laughs> Three games under ten points. One with just twelve, and then obviously he comes out with a blowout, twenty seven point nine this week, which yeah, a lot of people will be happy about. So yeah, and I think final final mention to me is uh, Alex Matteson. I guess um, for a lot of people who were kind of banking on him picking him up from the waiver wire, or the people who were kind of forward thinking enough to get him as a handcuff for Cook at Right from the outset, they were they were proven right going for that that uh, that option because he landed up with a nice twenty six points, which you can't complain for a for a cup running back. I'll say again though, I think Alexander Matson he he's a great player, and I think if if a team yeah, wanted him enough, level running back, yeah, exactly. I think yeah, I think 100%. he'll get his chance at some point. He's he's young and he is he is uh, very good. Twenty three years old, it's crazy. Um, yeah. So I mean, even if the Vikings keep him after Cook starts to decline, I think uh, I think it'd a be a one. great option for them. Yeah. So 100%. I guess that was last week. Uh, we should probably have a quick run through all the uh, all the matchups for for this week. Yeah, let's go. Okay, where shall we where shall we begin? I guess uh, we have to begin with the old uh, Thursday night game, don't we? Uh, and that is. Oh, Eagles Bucks. Yeah, that's going to yeah, be I an mean, interesting one. It will. It will be an interesting one. Um, I think. Obviously, me and you have both been uh, been pretty high on Jalen Hurts. I think that's fair to say. Oh yeah. Um, and he's you know he's he's doing very well. He's you know he's top six quarterback I believe through um through the first five weeks. Um, uh, wasn't a great passing performance he had against the Panthers, but no. the two touchdowns on the ground, you know, and they got the win. Um, so I would I would expect him to put up good fancy numbers as well, but I, I just I don't think the Eagles defense will be able to to cope with 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 Brady in that Bucks offense. So I would I would imagine the the Bucks end up winning by a couple of touchdowns, but but Hurts probably puts up a a, a decent stat line again. Yeah, I hope so. I think one thing that I've noticed watching him is he's especially the past couple of weeks. He doesn't have a lot of points until the fourth quarter when things start to go massively downhill for the Eagles, and then he just starts going and crazy. He's just got to but, do everything. <laughs> but then he, he does really well, and he kind of pulls it out of the bag. It's just not quite enough, um, which is why I'm, I'm somewhat worried about him as a dynasty starter because he's a great fantasy f- quarterback, and he is a good real life quarterback, but he's not winning them as many games, I guess, as, as they need to be winning. So I just hope they stick, yeah. stick with stick him because I think the improvement he's shown for last year is incredible. Um, 100%. And, and he can keep doing that. I'm sure he can. But as you say, I think against that Buccaneers defense, he's in for a tough ride, especially if he's trying to use his legs because they just gobble up any kind of rushing attempt. That uh, I guess their biggest yeah. weakness is, is against the, the pass. So hopefully he can link up with uh, you know Devontae Smith a little bit more and get, get things going in the air. But it's going to be a good game, I think, to watch. I, I, I think it's going to be quite high scoring, at least from the Buccaneers perspective. Um, yeah, I think they get over. I think they probably get thirty-five plus a game. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised with that assessment. So start your Buccaneers wide receivers again. Yep. Maybe avoid the <laughs> maybe avoid the running backs and Tom, always avoid the running backs. I think Tom Brady at this point is is still crazily, despite his age, a weekly starter if you've got him in most cases. Um, and then we have Jaguars Dolphins, which I will be in attendance for this game, which I'm very excited be. about. So. Uh, yeah, it's first first uh, first game for me, so I'm going down with uh, James, who's who's in our dynasty league. We're we're going to go and watch it. So I th- by all accounts, too, I might be playing again this week. So it'll be good to see him back, uh, kind of taking the reins. Um, and obviously, I'll be able to see the the rookie boy wonder that is Trevor Lawrence as well. So I'm pretty excited. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm very very jealous. You're going. Um, it'll be. I, I think. 
It's it's obviously it's two dreadful teams. Um, there's no other way to put it. Yeah, that's um, the only downside. I mean, it's, <laughs> I could have been seeing like the Chiefs and the Bills or something, and that would have been great. But no, it's it's the Jags and the Dolphins. But I'm easing in slowly. <laughs> but I do think I think the Jags get their first win. That that's my that's my prediction. I think I think Lawrence outplays um, Brissett or Tua if if, if Tua does start. Obviously coming back. Um, James Robinson, I think, is 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 turned into a must start again. He's gone over hundred yards the last two weeks, and Urban Meyer's finally realised, oh my god, he's actually a pretty good running back. Let's use him. So hopefully that trend continues. Um, and yeah, I think I think the Jags get their first win. That's a bold prediction. Uh, yeah, I I can see it happening. To be honest, um, I'm to be honest. I'm just looking forward to being there, so I, I feel kind of by Well, I'm not biased, but I'm just kind of whatever happens happens. I just hope it's high scoring and there's a lot of excitement because uh, I think it will be because both defenses are pretty woeful. Yes, that's true. That is true, <laughs> uh, and it'll be good to see Jalen Waddle as well, my uh, little favorite, secret favorite um, wide receiver from this year's rookie class. So we'll see see how things go. But yeah, it's uh, half past two on uh, Sunday. For, for us for us British fans, which is very exciting. <laughs> I think all our America, all the American fans, will be fuming because it's it's way too early for them. Oh, it's kind of first thing in the morning. But <laughs> for us, at least at least we actually see something at a reasonable Finally. hour. Um, <laughs> yeah. Next up, we've got Panthers and Vikings. Oh, Ooh. oh, I want the Vikings to win so bad, but I mean the Panthers' defense was kind of proven against the Cowboys not to be quite as. Uh, stalwart as people thought it was, it was somewhat yeah. porous. So I Prescott think lit him up. Maybe Cousins can do the same. Do you think, Jack? Uh, I, <laughs> yeah, no, I will. <laughs> no, it could, frustratingly, Cousins has been, in a word, fantastic this season. Yeah, the, the, Vi- the Vikings could quite easily be four and one, um, based on the two very, very um, close matchups they had. Um, obviously, one was the the missed field goal with the Cardinals. So the Vikings are better than their record. Um, yeah, Cousins has been absolutely fantastic, as much as it pains me to say it. Um, so, I, yeah, I, I think the Vikings get the win here. You know, he's he's thrown, you know, 10 touchdowns, two picks, um, over 100 quarterback rating. Um, he's been mint this season. I think, you know, Darnold's started to take a little bit of a step back. He started off very hot, but he has he, he's, he's turned it over several times these last two weeks. So I, I think the Vikings probably get the win here. Um, and I'd be happy starting, obviously. Yeah, Cousins, Jefferson, Thielen's always... They're always must-starts. And obviously, Madison, if, if he is there, is, is going to be worth a start as well. Yeah, a good assessment. I don't know if I've got too much to add to that, to be honest. Um, I think that, as you say, Donald... Donald, even though he has cooled off a little, he he's still quite threatening, especially when he's uh, got the ball in his hands and he decides to run. Yeah, um, five rushing touchdowns. Yeah, which yeah. is great. Who would have thought it? Um, <laughs> Not me. But yeah, I, I think the Vikings can win this. I think they have it in them. Um, we just need to get over that kicker curse and uh, yeah. <laughs> hopefully things will, will turn out good. Uh, next up, we've got Ravens and Chargers, which will oh be quite a crazy oh game. I'm God. looking forward to this one. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's that's got to be matchup of the week, hasn't it? Um, I mean, Her- Herbert versus Jackson, both guys are sort of top what you know, top six in terms of MVP discussion again. I think both coming off forty-two point plus performances Crazy. in terms of fantasy. Um, and again, like, and and what I'd say is again, this this should be I would have thought quite high scoring. You know, the, the Ravens defense, although I would say is a little better. You know, the Colts did get a lot of yards on them. You know, Wentz went over over four hundred, and obviously the Browns put up forty two on the Chargers. So I think this is going to be a, a high scoring game. Um, I'd I'd start pretty much everyone on both sides of the ball. Um, and I think if if I was to put money on it, I'd I'd probably close game but I think I think Herbert is I prefer Herbert to Jackson in terms of in the clutch so I think I think the Chargers win yeah I think so too and I think the Chargers just have that slight extra advantage in that they have Austin Eckler in their backfield and uh, the the Ravens are struggling yeah. on the running back front front um so yeah I think Chargers are probably the favorites for me but I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Jackson no, just light it Not up and, and win again so yeah. 
the Ravens' defense is is still pretty damn good. So um, yeah, it's it's not going to be an easy game for Herbert, I don't think. Um, next up is Giants and Rams. Um, yeah, not quite as exciting a matchup. Um, the the Giants obviously aren't 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 very good. They didn't they they got absolutely decimated last week. I know obviously Daniel Jones went out with the injury. They then also had the injury to to Barkley as well. Yeah, which his great. ankle ballooned. It was, it was massive, wasn't it? Um, but obviously Jones, reading the reports, Jones is, is taking the right steps towards starting for for them against the Rams. So hopefully he's back. Otherwise, it'll be an absolute massacre. I think um, with with Mike Glennon if he was to start. I can't. But I, th- I can't see any other outcome than the Rams just absolutely transcending. No, yeah, it, it just. Then, yeah, I, I think it's going to be a good day for for Henderson, to be honest, because I feel like the Rams are going to kind of take a nice early lead and then they're probably just going to coast the rest of the game. Just um, But who knows, if if they're feeling that way out, I can see him kind of trying to make it a bit of an embarrassment uh, to the Giants and just start mm. slinging it around. I wouldn't be surprised to see Cooper Cup breaching 20 points this week. Uh, hopefully Robert Wood's doing the Robert same. Woods, but eh? Then you've got the likes of Van <laughs> Jefferson who might come in and steal a couple of touchdowns, so... Yeah, I think it's going to be high scoring mm-hmm. for the Rams. <laughs> yeah, no, I would agree. I think the only the only bad ad is obviously in terms of a waiver pickup, Devontae Booker for the Giants. Obviously, filling in for Barkley is not a bad shout. He, he's gonna he's guaranteed playing time, so he, he can't he, he can't not be on the field. He's the only one they've got, so I think he's worth a pickup. Um, I've picked him up in a couple of a couple of deeper leagues Same. and. Sp- Special shout out because I was worried for a few weeks because he was dreadful. But Kadarius Tony with ten catches for one hundred and ninety yards. Yeah, last he week. did well, so, didn't he? With them, um, obviously the injuries to to Golladay and I believe Sterling Shepard, he he might be worth a start as well in some deeper leagues. Good advice. Moving on, we've got the Colts against the Texans. <laughs> I mean, pretty well. The, the Texans surprised, I think, everyone last week. Obviously, David Mills going for, for 300 yards and three touchdowns <laughs> against a Bill Belichick-led defence, which just doesn't happen. Yeah. That, that doesn't happen. I, I streamed the Patriots' defence in four leagues and was very, very angry. <laughs> um, but I think, I think re- realistically, Mills comes back down to earth. Both of these teams are one and four, but the, the, the Colts have got to get the win here. Um, they have to. You know, Wentz has got to be able to beat Mills in in a divisional matchup. It has to. That that's the only outcome. Yeah, I I mean, I think that's the outcome everybody's expecting. But who knows? The Texans have been they've been better than everybody thought they would be this year. Uh, they've not they've had bad games, but they've also had quite good games. So it's it's been a quite a surprise for a lot of people. So uh, they might upset the Colts. Uh, the Colts are certainly licking their wounds, as you say. Their their record's not the best, so uh, they they absolutely need to try and win this one. But you try too hard and you can fall flat on your face. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> um, next up, we've got a pretty good defense in Washington that goes against the uh, the Chiefs' offense. But again, with the way the Chiefs are playing, who knows? Washington might actually beat them. Um. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think I'm I'm leaning leaning strongly the the other way. I think I, I think Mahomes comes back after. After throwing, you know, he's he's third in the league in interceptions. Um, obviously, I think he'll have heard everyone's sort of talk and analysis this week. I, I think he comes back and 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 lights them up. If I'm being honest, um, the, the Washington defense is good, but Mahomes Mahomes is better for me. Um, I'm I'm expecting a big game from him, Kelsey Hill. Um, I, yeah, I think the Chiefs win this comfortably. They need to, uh, for sure. It's, it's what they, they, they should win on paper. I'm just wondering whether is this all going to his head too much? It's kind of from a mental standpoint, they're, they're, they're not playing too too well. They're not linking up too well. So, mm. I mean, I, I, I'm playing devil's advocate to a point because I too think the Chiefs will probably smash Washington. But at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if Washington won in the way that I might have been if the Chiefs had been playing as the Chiefs usually play this season. I think it's... Yeah, it's, there is there is that doubt. Yeah, yeah it's one of the things where I think if... I, yeah, I would have been absolutely gobsmacked mm-hmm. uh, maybe this time last year, but, but now... Um, I mean, I'd be surprised, but I wouldn't be overly surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's kind of... It feels like quite a possibility, so... 
Yeah, yeah but obviously no, play all your Chiefs players. Uh, Antonio Gibson has been playing pretty well yeah. as well, so that's that's Terry good. McLaurin against that dreadful Chiefs defense as well is is definitely a must start. Yeah, and there's there's rumours that uh, Fitz is is on the mend and he might be back very soon. Thank so. God, I, m- I miss that man. Yeah, I mean Heineke's been a great stand-in though. I think he's been he's he been has. a good quarterback. He's been quite a calm head in 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 the storm. So uh, I think a lot of people have kind of been quite surprised by how well he's played. But yeah, I think Fitz is is overall the best quarterback. So he'll probably re- reclaim that starting job. Uh, next up, we've got an NFC North divisional fight out. Without with uh, the Bears and the Pack, yeah, I mean, I'm, I've, I think you know, I think Bears fans will be will be very pleased of how you know how Fields has, has looked so far. I thought he was he was relatively solid in 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 both his last two games. They obviously got the win against the Raiders, <laughs> um, twenty to nine, quite an easy win. Um, but obviously, the the Packers when they've got Aaron Rodgers as quarterback is is a different animal. Um, I'm expecting Packers to to comfortably win this. I know the Bears' defense is fairly solid, but it doesn't really matter when Rodgers is there. Um, him, Adams, Jones. Um, I think the offense will be just too much. And once the Packers go up a couple of start of scores, you you can't ask Fields to 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 play comeback against Rodgers. Yeah, that's 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 very true. Um, I think it's yeah, the Packers are going to win. I think it's been nice to see Adams playing well, um, especially because I've got him in a couple of leagues. But um, I I do think that, that the Packers have kind of got this one in the bag, to be honest. Um, yeah, hundred percent. I I really miss David Montgomery. He's uh, he's bet. he's been so good. Uh, so it's been quite a quite sad to see him not be a part of my lineup in Dynasty, especially. So I think not having him for the Bears is is a huge uh, a huge knock for them. But um, yeah, I mean, once he's back, I think I'll feel a lot more confident in that offense as well. But yeah, I think the Packers just uh, they just click better uh, for me. I think I think this is going to be a fairly straightforward win for them. Uh, and next up, we've got uh, the Lions and the Bengals. I mean, you, you, you've got a feel for the Lions. Um, obviously, seeing that video of Dan Campbell like in tears. I, I don't feel after... for them at all. I'm quite happy. <laughs> <laughs> after another, another just heartbreaking. That's you know two two last second field goals. One which was a record breaker. Um, losing the game, you know, obviously the Vikings thirty seconds left and, and to lose a game. Um, but I think their bad luck continues. The, the Bengals have, have surprised me this season. Burrows looked very very good. Um, shout out to to my man Jamar Chase, yeah. my my first round dynasty pickup. Who's just absolutely lighting it up. He's pro well for me. He's leading the way for rookie of the year so far. Um, I don't think that's that's too big of a shout. Um, I agree. He's been absolutely phenomenal. Um, only second player to within his first five games be over four hundred yards and five touchdowns. So yeah, Chase is good. Burrow, um, obviously, I know he went to, to hospital with a, that throat contusion, but he's looking set to to start. Um, fine against the Lions. Only issue I guess to monitor is um, Sam Pirine is is out. Um, and Mixon is nursing an injury. Um, so they've had to add some running back help, but hopefully Mixon. Um, practice as well and, and is, is good to go because I, I could do with those those carries with Mixon yeah I, I mean same <laughs> Mixon playing well is good for me and it's good for you so let's let's hope that that happens but yeah I, I think the Bengals have got some fight in them I think it's uh, it's, it's a tough matchup for the Lions so I also agree but Swift I quite like how Swift's Swift. been playing he's been good pretty start every week Swift yeah, yeah he's nice and consistent he's a good player so uh, but def- that's it yeah, I mean, <laughs> even Hawkinson's not really been too great recently. I know he's so. he's let me down massively. Um, so hopefully he bounces back at some point, but maybe maybe not this week. Yeah, and then we've got uh, who have we got next? Browns and Cardinals. Browns Cardinals. Oh my god. Um. Yeah. I mean, that's another. There's some juicy matchups this week. Let me tell you. Um. Obviously, Cardinals coming in undefeated. Um. Browns suffering that heartbreaking. Lost last week to the Chargers in that high-scoring one. Um, Browns Browns defense started started the season pretty strong. Everyone was really liking them, but obviously, uh, Kyler Murray, I guess, will be licking his lips to to some aspect because Herbert did did go well over four hundred yards 
in terms of total yardage. So I think I think the Cardinals will win this and stay undefeated. Um, but I think the Browns will will put up a fight. Um, obviously the Browns' rushing attack is one of the best in the league with Chubb and Hunt. Um, it is it's really for me it's just, it is just Mayfield who's who's sort of. It sounds bad to say holding them back because he had a good game against the Chargers, but it, it, when it comes to the clutch, converting those third downs and whatnot, he just he hasn't seemed to to, to find the wins, unfortunately. So yeah, I think the I think the Cardinals win. Yeah, I mean when they're when they're six and zero, they're they're on such good form at the minute, uh, and they obviously believe in themselves. So I think yeah, they're in a great position to uh, to take the win. And as you say, I think I'd I'd rather put my faith in uh, in Murray than than Mayfield. Yeah, any day. Uh, next up, Patriots and Cowboys. I get the feeling that the Cowboys are going to do really well in this one. Yeah, totally agree. Um, totally agree. Yeah, I mean, I, I hate to say it, but they are genuinely, obviously, at the minute, one of my one of the favourites. I think for most people's list for the Super Bowl, Dak Prescott's come back. Doesn't look like he's skipped a beat. Um, if he keeps winning on this way, he'll definitely play himself into the MVP race. Patriots obviously with Mac Jones, um, they they got the win against the Texans to go two and three, but given how Mac Jones has been utilized and how much the Cowboys are scoring, I I can't you know if David Mills puts up three hundred yards and three touchdowns, I I dread to think what Prescott's gonna do. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah <laughs> like... that's the big point. I mean I've I've got quite a lot vested in. Uh invested in the Cowboys in, in, in our regular league with, with Elliot and also with, with CD Lamb. So I'm I'm hoping that, that it's a nice high scoring game, uh, selfishly, but I think from a realistic perspective, yeah. I just don't think that that Patriots offense has that much to give. The way that Trevon Diggs has been playing as well. Oh I think he's had a ca- I think funnily enough he both he and his brother, Stefan Diggs, have had a catch in every single game played this uh this season, which is utterly incredible, considering he's uh, he's not <laughs> one even. One of them's a cornerback. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, th- I think the way that the Cowboys' defense, which I never really thought particularly highly of, but I'm now swiftly changing my mind, it is going to outmatch them. Um, the Patriots just they just don't have much much get up and go. I just don't think Mac Jones is ready yet to no, to, to be in not the position to win this he's type in. Of game. So. Yeah, I think the Cowboys are going to really just kind of go on a romp for this one. And I'm looking forward to watching it, I must say, because I just love watching the Patriots getting beaten. Um, Who doesn't? (laughs) (laughs) So next up is is your boys, uh, the Broncos and the Raiders. Let's just skip this one. No, I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Obviously, both both teams started 3-0 since then. We, both teams have imploded. Um, there's, there's no other better way to say it. Um, I, I honestly can't even call call this one. I think I think our defense is is one thing that's still been relatively solid. I know we gave up um, a decent chunk to Pittsburgh, but I think I, I think Derek Carr will struggle against the Broncos D. Um, I'm not expecting much in terms of high scoring I'd, I'd, I'd be shocked if you know it may be like 24 to 17 or something like that so I don't think it'll be a massive fantasy matchup um, one player I do think is due a breakout week and I think that could happen this week um, is Darren Waller um, he's, he's been very quiet these last few weeks so I'm, I think that could happen against us although the corners are pretty solid Waller's, Waller's obviously a different a different animal so I think Waller could break out but I think in the end the Broncos probably win by by a couple of points in a in a very boring game. <laughs> yeah, having I mean, Derek Carr is he's one of those guys where I do think he's somewhat underrated as a quarterback. Um, but yeah, I'm not excited for this game. I must say, um, there's not really mm-hmm. any one player that I think is going to have a massive game. Uh, it would be nice if Waller did break out. Um, I do have a, sh- a share of him somewhere, so it would be nice to see that kind of be be uh, sort of paying dividends at least in this game but we'll see we'll see um as i say just not not too excited about it unfortunately no no um, i'm not and i'm a broncos man. <laughs> <laughs> um so then we've only got two more matchups to talk through because obviously we start getting hit by buys uh oh. from this week so, so so there are some some teams not playing which will be annoying for for a fair few fantasy players 
Uh, but we, we're not quite there yet, so we're on Steelers and Seahawks. Yeah, and obviously I'm I'm deeply saddened, obviously, as, as he's my primary dynasty quarterback in, in Russell Wilson. Um, obviously going down for between six to eight weeks, um, that's going to... I mean, the Seahawks are, are done, I think. Um, as, as average and, well, above average as Geno Smith looked in the, the sort of few quarters he played... He, he ain't doing anything against the Steelers' defence. <laughs> yeah. And as to, to come in and have your first start in several years um, be against the Steel Curtain, yeah, I, I can't see this being anything but a Steelers' win. Um, we've been discussing it sort of during the week privately, but obviously big-time players like Lockett and Metcalf obviously take a massive hit in value. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think the Steelers' win... Um, and the Seahawks, although you've got to start those type of players, I, I can't expect much from an offensive perspective from the Seahawks this this week. Um, what? Well, what do you think to the the Juju Smith Schuster situation? Um, could be better. <laughs> well, yeah, it could. As, as, I, as, I, as, he, as I did trade for him several days ago. Um, well, days before the injury, should I say? Um, but I do also have Chase Claypool, so hopefully all those all those vacated targets just go that way. One player that I have been very impressed with and is, who started to really come into his own, as I'm sure you would agree, is Najee Harris. Exactly. I think that's that's why I bring up Smith Schuster. I think you could be forgiven for thinking. I think that uh, sort of Deontay Johnson, um, maybe Washington, they'll start Chase Claypool. They'll start to receive. Uh, more targets, but I I think Najee Harris seems to be the, the the almost gobbling them up every time there's there's a player down or a player injured. It's it's him who really has the uptick in production. So I think for for Najee Harris owners, the the loss of uh, Smith Schuster is a very good thing. Exactly, it's a good thing. I've got Harris, I've got Schuster. It's a, it's a good thing, not a bad thing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I I agree with everything you said up until that point too. I think it's <laughs> it's it's definitely a Steelers win. Uh, Seahawks are they're in trouble. Um, yeah, especially especially uh, poor old Metcalf and Lockett owners in the wake of, of Russell yeah. Wilson. It's just crazy. Like the fact that that the fact that Russell Wilson has been literally the most reliable quarterback. Yeah. For years. Iron Man. Yeah. And now he's he's kind of he's out. It's uh, we're kind of living as daft as it sounds. We're living through quite an important moment in history for for the Seahawks anyway, because you know this is unprecedented for them. They've they've always been yeah. able to rely on him. He has always been there. He's their team pretty much. And yeah. and the fact that he's not there, it's nobody knows what this week is going to be like because this is the first time that he's not going to be starting for such a long time. It's it's uh, it's quite crazy, really. Uh, and the final, the final match. It's a shorter one this week with the buys. Is um, the Titans against the Bills? Which, uh, phew, well, you've got Derrick Henry against the crazy craziness of uh, Josh Allen. So it's um, yeah, those two offenses uh, kind of pitting against one another. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be a good one to watch. A shame it's it's so late for us in the UK. Yeah, yeah, I am. I am working the day after, so I will probably miss this one, unfortunately. But um, I think I think Buffalo comes out on top in this one. Um, although, like you said, there is some exciting players on both sides of the ball. Um, the main thing to consider is 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 Buffalo's defense. Whereas Buffalo's defense is in the top three, um, Tennessee's defense is is not. <laughs> um, yeah. So whereas I think Allen will have. A massive amount of success, both passing and obviously utilizing his legs. As good as Derrick Henry is, I, I'm not expecting as big a game from him as we used to. I mean, the Bills are only allowing just under 80 yards rushing per game so far, um, and obviously total defense. They actually rank number one in the league, so wow. I, I think I think Buffalo probably wins this one. Um, I think they probably go ahead early, and obviously that'll impact. Henry in general, because obviously Tannehill's going to have to start chucking it. That's that's the way you beat the Titans, isn't it? You have to take that early lead. Take out with Henry's hands. Yeah, yeah that's it. Um, good assessment. So that's uh, that's next week. We'll look forward to uh, to reviewing how all those games go then. Um, so, any final kind of comments on on those games, or shall we dive into Dynasty? 
No, no, I think we I think we summed those up well. Let's uh, let's get into Dynasty. So yeah, we obviously missed last week, so I think it's quite important for us to to reassess what happened because uh, we've not really discussed. Well, we've not really discussed it. Uh, so that will be week four. four. Crazy. Um, so start off with me. I think I, I did pretty well. Unfortunately for for Sam, it was a uh, two hundred and sixteen <laughs> points to one hundred and three. Uh, Mahomes showed up. Eckler showed up. Deontay Johnson showed up. Uh, Big Monty showed up until he had his injury. Jalen Hurts played really well. Tucker played well, and and the Bears played well. So it was it was a nice a nice victory for me. And it was a massacre. It was, and unfortunately for Sam, kind of one of his prime players in sort of uh, Smith is kind of cancelled out a little bit by me hurts so any kind of progress that Smith makes I, I guess I, I, I'm kind of chipping away at, at any lead that could be because all the production comes from Jalen Hurts so it was a, a tough one but no my team played really well uh, and I was I was very happy with the, the result it put me at the top of the table for a week uh, which was very nice and then next up we had a, a lower scoring game with, with Alex and, and Rohan uh, so Rohan lost 114 points. Alex won with 131, and there were some there were some good performances on both sides, but there were also some uh, some some dire performances on both sides. I'll I'll let you run through this one. I have a tendency of of losing myself reading out names. No, no, yeah, I mean obviously Brady Brady was one that massively underperformed for Rohan. Obviously one of his his wear down rare down weeks. Um, Chris Carson also underperformed. Um, whereas for Alex, obviously Burrow putting a decent performance, Gibson putting a decent performance, Dawson Knox with two touchdowns was a was a big difference. Obviously, nearly doubling his his projected. Um, so that was a big one, yeah. But in in general, a very low scoring game. Yeah, I mean Alex loves Dawson Knox. Uh, <laughs> he keeps he keeps telling us uh, he loves a tight end. He does. He, tight end, he really does. <laughs> uh, and then we have an, a very high scoring kind of battle of the Giants uh, with with Elliot and James. This was always one to watch, uh, especially with James being at, at kind of full strength. It could have gone either way, but but Elliot snatched the victory with one hundred and ninety eight point nine four to James is one hundred and eighty six point eight six. Sadly, it was the week I think that that Barkley. Oh no, it was this week, wasn't it? That Barkley was injured, but yeah. Barkley put up a great performance for James, as did Dak Prescott and Najee Harris. That so was twenty-seven points. Prescott, twenty-one. Harris, uh, twenty-nine. Barkley, and then thirty-one for Terry McLaurin. He oh, had a great week that week. Um, and Myers as well. He he played pretty well. We go to Kittle, who's just not really been not having a good year. Yeah, he's not been a difference Four maker. Four on eleven targets. Yeah. So he his top score came in week three. He got seventeen points, but aside from that, he's uh, yeah he's he's not been so well, and he's now on injured reserve. So, after it, <laughs> I mean, to be one of the the top three, you know, we used to be the conversation was about the two Ks in in Kelsey and Kittle, but then Waller kind of appeared and, and has started making an impact um and then mark andrews again is another one kittle hasn't he's... really proven himself these past couple of years has he i mean it, obviously this year he's not even in the top 16 so it's um i mean that's that says it all obviously someone who was drafted in second round by some people third round by most to be to be 17th in terms of ranking is is very very bad <laughs> Yeah, and I can't see things getting too much better for him, to be honest, for for a little while, especially as he's as he's off. I'm not sure what the timeline is for his recovery, to be honest. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not either. But I, I don't think. I think it's at least a few weeks. And obviously, with their quarterback situation being obviously a bit of a mess as well. Yeah, um, I think people who drafted Kittle will be not happy. Yeah, I can I can agree with that assessment. Uh, next up, we have oh. A, a difficult one. Uh, it was it was Tom against Kieran. Tom got one hundred and sixty nine point three. Kieran managed eighty points, which uh, harsh harsh it's week for Kieran. Got to be a record. Yeah, it was a bad one. It was <laughs> <laughs> poor guy. I mean, he's been he's been struck terribly with injuries. Yeah. Um. I mean, as have I. So I will. I. I just want to say that because I feel sorry for myself. Um. But yeah, Kieran <laughs> really has been struck badly with injuries. I mean, having to resort to to playing Heinz uh, is is never a 
never a great situation to be in. Um, but he still has some strong starters in the likes of Kyler Murray. Um, that particular week, week four, uh, C.D. Lamb had a bit of a dud. He only got two two catches for 13 yards. Um, Hooper, one catch for 11 yards. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's... Everyone but Murray was dreadful. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean, anyone get more than 10 points who was a regular starter? Kirk, Kirk, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins got 10.1. Well, that was a bad game for Kirk Cousins as well. Poor Kieran, yeah. just, he literally caught everybody on their off week, didn't he? That's kind of yeah. what happened there. And then Tom just kind of sauntered in and got the Ty- win. So uh, Tyree Kill with a fifty piece nearly. So Yeah, I mean that would have that alone would have almost beaten Kieran. So it was yeah. I mean he got minus four points with his Carolina defence and he still came out with 169. It's crazy. Uh so yeah, that was a, a harsh one. We'll stop talking about it because I feel bad for Kieran. Um and then Ugh. finally Oh, it's your good self, Jack. Let's just skip to week five. We, I think. we can't I think. we can't <laughs> So one of the closest, okay. closest oh. scores. I think. Please. I think my one of my league scores was a 0.5 difference this week, which was crazy, and that was because Lamar Jackson brought it back, and that was also against Kieran. So I feel even worse now. I'm sorry, Kieran. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, Jack, you got 155.96, and Lewis got 156.62. Uh, you needed a single I mean, reception. You needed, I don't know, eight yards rushing. It was oh, so damn stop close. Stop saying things. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was yeah. It was a, it was a it was a tough week. Um, the, the the brutal thing was obviously I went into the Tuesday night matchup, which was the which was the Chargers, knowing Keenan Allen needed thirteen points, which for a man of Allen's stature. I was I was not worried at all, um, and then I actually watched a decent chunk of the game, and seven of eleven targets he did have two drops, so it is solely Keenan Allen's fault on this one, unfortunately. <laughs> Just blame him. <laughs> if you're listening, Keenan, it's on you. God, what a horrible, horrible man. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's big big shame. Um, so that that kind of yeah kept your your. your I was going to say unbeaten. Uh, your beaten streak. <laughs> uh, alive, I suppose. Um, oh. So we'll move on to week five, and I think we we'll probably better address your situation again because everyone's wondering whether you, you won this weekend. Sadly, you did not. Um, no, I had... Yeah, another another nightmare, obviously. Russell Wilson went down. Um, that that game in general wasn't as high-scoring as I liked as I, as I had Wilson, Stafford and Cup. They all sort of... Well, didn't do very well, so I was going into the uh, to the actual Sunday matchups already down in terms of projected, um, and then Tom had Justin Herbert and Josh Allen, so I don't think I need to say any more. <laughs> yeah, no, he had. Yeah, he had a good good set of um, who kind of had outstanding games. Because aside from that, he had some duds. You know, he had Waller only got eight point five, Chanel only got six point eight. Um, Jones got 15.9, which is kind of average, I guess. Tyreek Hill, only 14 for Tyreek Hill. Uh, but yeah, he had some really good standout performers, and, and unfortunately that wasn't... Uh, that was enough to kind of comfortably put him ahead. Um, but you did have some really good players uh, playing. You know, Kamara nearly hit 30, which is good to see from him. Yeah. Uh, Cordaro Patson, he's kind of been... He's another oh, one, an out of nowhere... Yeah, as you say, revelation... Um, he's a, he's a good guy, and then you had uh, yeah, Jamar Chase, as you say, he's he's just been playing so so well. So yeah, he's transformed your team a little bit, to be honest. Uh, for a kind of mid first round pick, <laughs> he's he's been really good for you. Um, it's just a shame he needs to be as well because AJ Brown's being garbage. Yes, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's a win this week. I'm, ru- I'm so, rooting man. for you. Um, I was defeated this week which kind of oh. yeah it was it was a hard one a uh, mammoth score it was it was me against alex i got 163.7 which on an ordinary week's week's quite quite a decent score however alex has beaten the league record for best all-time score he got 235.28 that has not been done before in our league so he's absolutely smashed uh, the record um, I think 
I can't quite remember what the, the previous record was, but I believe he held it for week 16 last year. So I'm quite glad that he wasn't in the playoffs because, well, he would have beaten everybody. Um, so I'll just bring it up now. The uh, the the score that he, his own score that he beat from last year. Uh, it is if my internet loads properly, two hundred twenty two point nine six. So he's beat he's beaten by that that score by a good thirteen points there, which is just crazy. So yeah, Alex holding the top two all time weekly high top scores. Uh, which is quite a feat. Well done, Alex. Um, I'm quite glad that if I were to lose, that I would lose by that because it just makes me know that I could never have won anyways. It's the close. <laughs> it's the closer victories that are more painful. I always think. Um, <laughs> True. And, and you can attest to that. Uh, probably <laughs> anyone. Um, so next up, we've got uh, Rohan, who who played well, 188 points there to to Sam's 150. Um, Lamar Jackson obviously helping Sam out a hell of a lot there with with a fantastic score, uh, but Rohan had Tom Brady who who played really well, Metcalf and Kyle Pitts in his Titans yes, spot finally. Um, I, I yeah, well, let's Not just let's just pause a moment. Pick. Let's just pause a moment. <laughs> Zach Wilson is in the superflex spot for Rohan. That's finally happened. It's, it's crazy. Happened. He did it. He played. I mean, he played Pitts, but uh, yeah. Oh, I'm proud of you, Rohan. Well done. Well done. I mean, he only got seven points, and he is utterly garbage. But thank <laughs> you for for listening to our advice and putting a quarterback in that in that flex spot. Um, yeah, so nice win for Rohan. Next round to three and two, and Sam's down at one and four. And just on the previous one, I'm now at three and two, and Alex is at four and one, so he's jumped over me. His victory leapfrogs him up uh, to, I think, second place. Because I think good old Elliot, who we'll get on to now, won his week. Um, if I'd played Elliot this week, however, I would have beaten him. God damn it. Uh, so Elliot got 161 points to Kieran's 115. So a nice recovery from Kieran for, compared to the week before, but unfortunately not enough to take down Elliot, who. Let's be fair, he's, he's got a fantastic team. But without Cook, he struggles a little bit. He's not got Madison. He tried to trade with James for him, I believe, because James has been sneaking, got Madison. But uh, thus far, trade talks have clearly yielded no fruit. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, nice victory for Elliot there. I'm just trying to look at any standout performances. A lot of his predictions are red. You know, a lot of his players didn't actually meet what they were their expectations it was only really Derek Henry who uh, who got 10 more than he was expected Gaskin as well nice 32 was Gaskin on his bench or did he play oh he was yeah he was on Elliot's bench he didn't play him I bet he was yeah I bet I felt a bit sick about that one Uh, you know what he's like he moans even when he wins Um, (laughs) (laughs) then uh, then we've got Lewis against James poor old James he Injury ravaged season last season. He was coming back really strong fighting and now he's lost Barkley again. He loses to Lewis. Lewis goes up to three and two. James is down at one and four. It's it's quite heartbreaking really for him. He's you know, on paper, James's team's pretty damn solid, but injuries are not 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 his friend. Well, they're not anybody's friend really, let's let's face it. No. Uh, so so yeah, Lewis had 147, James had 138, so that was quite a tight one. Less than 10 points in it between them. Um, I mean, Lewis is starting Justin Fields as his QB1, so it says quite a lot about Lewis's situation too. Uh, so yeah, quite a tough one for uh, for those two. Um, was that everybody? I think I it was. I think that was it. That's us caught up, I believe. So yeah, standings. We have Elliot has taken the lead. He's 4-1. Uh, he's closely followed by Tom, who is also four and one, and Alex is four and one as well. I've dropped down to fourth, which I'm not happy about. Three and two. Uh, behind me is Rohan at three and two, and Lewis at three and two. Then we have Kieran at two and three. Then we drop down to James at one and four, Sam at one and four, and then unfortunately at the bottom we've got your your good self, Jack, at zero oh and five. Um, Just. Just just on I just keep hitting everyone on their good weeks. Yeah, you've been unlucky. I think your points four is eight hundred and seventy four, and then if you kind of look up the list, that would 
yeah, it's uh, it's just it's it's. Oh, painful. sorry, that's your points again. So your points for is seven hundred ninety-seven. But even with that, uh, yeah, you should be you should at least be kind of fifth, sixth area, which is tough. It is tough. Um, that's fantasy football for you. It is. Sadly for me, I've got the the highest points for, but I'm down at fourth. So uh, let's hope I get a win this week and we can remedy that. Um, <laughs> So yeah, let's... I know, only three wins must be a nightmare. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> it really is. I want to be in that buy spot. Um, so looking forward to next week. I appreciate this has been a longer segment than usual, but we we, we missed you all last week, so we're just catching you up. Uh, I'm playing Kieran. Um, currently, Sleep is telling me that I'm predicted to win by 93% uh, chance. So uh, it's 186 to 141 predicted as we say, Kieran has unfortunately suffered terribly from injuries this year. Um, Elliot is against Sam with 170 to 133 predicted, so Elliot's predicted to win there. Uh, it's fairly close one against Lewis and Alex. Uh, 163 to Lewis, 159 predicted to Alex, so who knows which way that's going to go. You are predicted to win, Jack. You are playing James <laughs> this week, so it's it's. The... I've been predicted to win most weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, with a bit of luck, you will. It's 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 you with the zero and four against James the one and four. So it's kind of a, ba- a big one, a battle for the bottom. Um, but no, it's with a bit of luck you'll be able to kind of smash that that unfortunate start to the season that you've had, which has purely been down to been as you say, pitted against your opponents on their best yeah, weeks. Um, and then finally, it's Tom and Rohan, and Tom is predicted to win that. He's predicted 170 to Rohan's 152. So that would change the scores on the doors a little bit. Elliot would storm ahead, I think, uh, depending on predicted score, as would Tom to 5-1 and one if they both won. Hopefully I'd be able to kind of catch up to Alex with a with a 4-2 and two, and if Alex loses to Lewis, but... We'll see. There's uh, there's a lot of movement in the middle of the board at the minute, so um, <laughs> who knows what will happen. But currently, uh, Elliot is quite firmly in the lead uh, alongside Tom there. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, thank you very much for listening. Uh, apologies once again for our lack of an episode last week. It, we don't want to make it a habit, but uh, we were both just utterly wiped just out. dead. <laughs> yeah, which has been... Not a particularly pleasant week uh, no. <laughs> for either of us, but yeah, next time I'm uh, I'm speaking to you all, I'll have actually seen a real NFL game, so I'll feel like I'm uh, I'm more qualified, I guess, because I've actually been to one for a change. Are there any kind of uh, closing thoughts from from you this week, Jack? Any final bits of advice? No, no, I think like you said, obviously, good to good to have missed last week, but yeah, we just it wouldn't have been very good in the states we were in. Um, so back to regular weekly broadcasting now. Um, good luck to everyone, and we'll uh, we'll see you next week. See you next time. Thank you very much. Yeah.